Hello and welcome to NOLO TIME, episode 66. My name is Hobbit Valis and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. Good, Hobbit, good! We execute order 66 on this episode. What's good, bro? Episode 66. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we're totally Star Wars nerds, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get into into some Star Wars pretty... uh, Pretty soon, Joe. I'm yep. pretty excited for those news that uh, that dropped today. So, uh, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, Joe, what's up, man? Uh, have you done anything new? Yeah, man. Uh, I've been pretty busy this last couple weeks. Uh, this weekend again was pretty busy, just catching up on life. But I'm happy to say that uh, I did go ahead and pick up this little guy right here, Ooh. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And, uh, you know, it's the, the gold edition, which is why I have it early, because I know it actually drops tomorrow. For those of you who are watching live, it comes out on Friday, October the 5th. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to play it just because, I mean, it's got a lot of great reviews. It's yeah. looking at, you know, anywhere between a 9 and a 10, which is as high as you can get in the gaming recognition. And that's welcome territory for Assassin's Creed fans, because... You know, we might be fans of the franchise, but critically, they've had their ups and downs, especially a lot of downs in the, the latter end of their history. So right now, it's good to see them starting to ascend. The last game had some good um, qualities to it, but this one sounds like it's taking us back to a place that we all love and remember with Assassin's Creed. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited to get my hands fully on it, and uh, I might even have an unboxing coming, Obed, soon, too, for the Cassandra statue that I got with this as well. So oh, cool. I'm excited yeah, to get man. my hands on it. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead and post it on the channel, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, Obed, yeah. what's up with you, though, man? Yeah, not much, man. Um, as I told you, once we got back from CEO, I was going to jump into back into Dragon Ball. I did that over the weekend. Um, tried out Android 17 and Cooler. Uh, I like 17 a lot, um, but I didn't get a lot of chance, a lot of time to actually practice and and you know go to the lab and and actually put him out online. Uh, Cooler, I'm not liking him that much. Um, not not because of the size, right? He's a little bit slower. He's like a little bit like Broly, which is a little bulkier. Um, but he still has a, a pretty decent moveset, um, but some different things here and there. Uh, it, it not bad, but um, I just need to get used to him. Uh, but 17 is really good. But jump back online. Uh, it's still doing pretty well, man. I actually made it to Super Saiyan 2 on uh, on, our, on my rankings. So um, I did, I'm did. i over 100 matches right now. So, I, uh, man, I can't remember exactly, but I'm like 109 and 84. Uh, you know, 109 matches total, 84 wins. So... I, I'm still doing pretty good. I did pretty well over the weekend. Yeah, that's respectable, man. Yeah, no, it's it's good, man. And I and just granted, I haven't had a lot of time to actually sit down and and practice combos. So I'm just going, just sticking to you know strong fundamentals will get you a long way. I learned that with Street Fighter, so I'm trying to apply that to this one. Although this one's very different from Street Fighter, uh, but once you learn your fundamentals, you can still stick to it and, and do okay. Um, but other than that, um, the Persona 5 anime uh, ended uh, over the week, over last week. And so I've been watching it as it's been going on. And Joe, they did something really bold. Um, they actually ended the series with the bad ending. 
<laughs> so the bad ending that you get in the game, they ended the series with that. Which, like, the next day they actually came out and say, no, 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 uh, we're gonna, we're gonna end it. We're gonna end it for real seas. It's gonna, and I think they're gonna take like a two month break. And um, if I'm not wrong, in December they're going to release a special with um, the actual ending. But they're still. If you if you played the game when they ended the series just now, uh, there's still like one really big dungeon and then the final dungeon, which it, it's you're missing basically like a month and a half of uh, what the game has in store, you know, gameplay wise, and then you have another you know two three months of story. Um, so it's very, but they they were they were very bold. They they did something very interesting, um, but the series was. Uh, it was okay. I mean, it was. If you've played the game, you can watch the series as a refresher. But it's like the story in the game is it's way better because you get a lot. You know, you get to you know really flesh out these characters and the relationships, which are not necessarily explored 100 percent on the series on the on the anime because of you know time constraints and whatnot. So, um, but it, it was not bad. Uh, all of that, man, it started catching up so i started watching gundam unicorn this week and i'm about halfway there um liking it a lot a lot a lot a lot so um so we'll we'll have an update on that when i'm done other than nice. that I, i'm looking forward to jojo uh part five i think jojo part five starts if not this weekend next weekend so i'm definitely looking forward to that but uh on that quiet it's been it's been good very good man sounds like fun yeah um, Joel, last week we ended up in a cliffhanger because um, we were waiting yeah. for that Dark Phoenix trailer to drop, um, and and now we saw it, and then we get we got some news like two days later. Um, but but first of all, Joel, what do you think of the trailer? Uh, I'm pleasantly pleased with it. Uh, I I know that uh, it's it's something that we expected to have a very um, more darker feel than even Apocalypse. Where <laughs> I mean, Apocalypse is like the end of all things, right? You think how can you get darker than this? But this one's a lot more um, personal because rather than having this this villain, you know, standing in front of you, where it's this big bad classic, uh, it's an actual member of the X Men that's having an inner conflict, and that's what. Um, really is is the focal point of the movie the movie's all focused on gene and i love that the trailer shows a lot of gene shows a lot of her conflict shows what happened to her from from a child and mm -hmm. how um she's now older now and having this this uh wrestle with this this you know phoenix inside of her right um but i also love uh, how much they distance themselves from x3 and um how much they distance themselves from the last stand and they were completely um, resetting the storyline is their second attempt at doing the storyline of Dark Phoenix, and uh, I I was really happy to see that they're 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 completely going fresh in these regards where they easily could have um, tried to connect some stuff, and I'm glad they're not. So yeah, you know I don't have too crazy hopes about this coming off of the heels of X Men Apocalypse, and then not only that but. How much they've had to to do to this movie, but the trailer itself, I I stayed up till twelve thirty when it came out last week just to watch this trailer, and and uh, I had a good time. So I'm gonna watch this movie for sure. Yeah, I watched it the next morning. Uh, I I I don't have the luxury of um, not having anyone to depend on you. So. 
<laughs> Bachelor life, guys. So, yeah, exactly. So so I went to bed and I watched it the next morning and, and I'm fine with that. Um, it, it, I, what I like about the trailer is that they, you know, we all know the premise because it, it was done already. So we, we know the premise. They didn't waste any time, you know, sort of like working the premise in. It's like, yo, this is the premise. This is what we're doing. And I really like that it's not clear, right? It's not... It's not one of those trailers. It's not a Sony Spider-Man trailer where they give you the whole movie in the trailer. It's not the the Batman v Superman trailer, which it's basically just watch that and you just watch the movie. Um, so the, there's definitely some intrigue going on with the trailer, and I appreciate that. There's looks like there's one of the X-Men's gonna eat it. Um, you know who knows? Maybe Mystique, probably because because I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is gonna be back. Uh, for for any of those movies, um, but something interesting happened, Joel. I think it was like either the day uh, after or the Monday after, um, and they announced that the movie is gonna get delayed because they announced that the movie was gonna come out. Uh, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. There's strong rumors that the movie it will be delayed. Um, the the date that the movie was advertised for was uh, February 14th. Rumors are that this movie is going to undergo massive reshoots and will be delayed until June. I think June sixth. Um, do you do yes, you buy that, yeah. man? Yeah, I, I highly buy this. Um, and it was a surprise to me because you just put out the first official marketing for this movie in the in the biggest form in a trailer, right? And and you put big on there, hey, coming, you know, for Valentine's, but then. To hear this rumor, I mean, you obey kept telling me, Joel, I think they're going to do something with the MCU. And I'm like, man, I, I, I didn't buy it. But this is the second time now they'd be doing massive reshoots on this movie. Mm-hmm. So for sure there's going to have to be a delay if you're doing reshoots. I'm sorry. I mean, I shouldn't say for sure. It's just it only makes sense for that to happen. If not, we could have... Uh, what was that? Uh, the Scorpion King kind of st- situation oh, where some unfinished CGI or whatever is done on this movie, and we don't. No one wants that to be the case for this movie, and they've they've spent a lot of money on it already. So just you know, just wait. Um, but it would be the second delay because the movie was supposed to come out in like four weeks. Yeah, seriously. So, so that'd be the second yeah. time, uh, and that's that's a big that's a big delay, Obed, till mm-hmm. uh, middle you know of June, right? So I'm really uh, I'm really surprised by the news at the same time it makes me now start to have to feed the the dinosaur of uh, hey maybe it could be could be an mcu connection i I really didn't buy that happening for a second but i mean it's it's like one of two things are happening oh but either it's it's for sure an mcu connection that they're trying to work on into the storyline of this movie or the movie was just that bad and they're saying we really need to fix a lot of stuff before this comes out. One of the two is happening. Yeah, there's definitely something going on. Um, I, would, I would say most likely um, MCU related. We'll find out, uh, I guess, when whenever we see more of this movie. Um, Joel, I, I didn't know that there was a, a PG-13 cut of Deadpool coming out uh, Christmas. for Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, which is interesting too. I still haven't watched Deadpool too, but um, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I know I want to say it was Sony and Fox. I could be wrong, guys, but last year I know they had started a little bit of initiative of trying to relaunch some of their R-rated movies as PG-13 cuts 
both like for purchase and streaming. So I could see them doing with the Deadpool because it made so much money. And think about it, Obed. When the first Deadpool came out, that movie made records. That movie probably would have made even more records if the movie wasn't rated R mm-hmm. because you've got kids. Look, I'm just being real. I mean, people said it where it's like, you know, there's they bought a Zoolander ticket and then watched Deadpool instead. So <laughs> Zoolander probably got more money that belonged to Deadpool, <laughs> but they just couldn't sell those tickets, right? So I think it's a, it's a financial um, situation going on there that, that there's like, you know what? We, we literally cannot sell and make money off of these people unless we make it for this age. And so let's just do a re-release and get extra cash out of it. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 it makes sense, especially now that Fox is like basically not going to be making any more money. It's like just put it out there and make some more, some, a little bit more money and, you know, just try to end it, which which probably means that we'll see the uh, the, the Disney thing be done by fiscal next year uh, absolutely more than likely um but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what happened with these movies um don't one one other trailer that dropped this week which i believe was the same one as the one you saw in comic-con was for spider-man into the spider-verse uh i i like what i see man i like the animation style i like the missing frames of animation that it's it's charming and it looks really good um and I think the voice acting and what they showed, it's really solid. So, um, yeah, it looks really interesting, man. Yeah, the trailer was a lot of the stuff that we saw from Comic-Con when I was out there in Hall H. Um, but the the thing that was really cool, I thought the coolest part of the trailer was actually the beginning, which is just simply showing cuts of different classic Spider-Man moments, both in the comics and in the movies. You had from for the first Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man 2... Um, you've got uh, one of the original ways of Spider-Man comics being held up on the character. It, I love that that super cut in the beginning. Mm-hmm. One of my best favorite parts of that trailer. It's just so so charming. And then all, all in all, you continue to watch um, and see some more of more of the other Spider-Verse characters that are in the movie, and they really they're really going for it. And I love that they are doing that because it's an animated movie. Uh, there's there's a lot of possibilities where you don't have to worry about with live action where you know you have to work on having different all these different actors and all these different um, people's schedules you know the situation is get people on a sound stage set them down record their voice and uh, do a lot of um, you know work on the back side of the production right that 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 takes more time so I think it's it's just wise with all the all the work that they put into it. I think there's going to be some surprises with this movie. I just get the sense that um, this is not a one shot Sony Spider Man animated movie. I think that there's there's more that's going to come out of this. I think we've got a, a big juggernaut on our hands for Christmas, Obed. I think this movie is going to make money to the bank more than Sony even realizes. The Marvel effect is strong right now. Um, the Spider Man we'll effect see. is the really Spider Man right effect now. is really strong. I love it. So yeah, it's big. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think this movie may even do better than um, than than Homecoming, coming out on Christmas, being an animated movie. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, really. I think this movie is going to do better than Aquaman for sure. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt in that. Um, and considering how you know crazy spider-man's been you know the, that ps4 game is still breaking records is still Amazing. doing phenomenally great so um there's another movie coming out is it next year that uh we get far from home late next uh, year i believe so 
Okay. Uh, do you, oh, by the way, did you see that that leaked photo of Jake Gyllenhaal in the Mysterio sure costume? I did. I actually <laughs> saw the f- I actually saw the footage of of uh, him and and Spidey in his stealth suit, you know, on set there. That movie yeah. looks like it's gonna be pretty that, big. That movie looks like it's gonna be sick, bro. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's. I, I I saw it. I got really excited. I was like, oh, it's Mysterio. I'm really psyched about this thing now. Um, yeah, I mean that, and then that comes out. What you know, I think November 2019, if I'm not wrong. Oh no, actually July, right? I think the last time was July. I'm not not entirely sure, guys. Let uh, me do a fact check here. All right, fact checking. I'll keep you guys entertained. Yeah. So I yeah, think- I still haven't. I still haven't gotten Spider-Man PS4. I'll I'll grab it. <laughs> you are right, Obed. July 5th, 2019. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, that that movie's gonna do really well because you know Spider-Man's gonna be back on uh, Avengers Four. This animated movie's coming out, video games out. Um, you know, Spidey, Spidey is, is big. It's big. It's gonna keep doing well. Um, speaking of Avengers, Joe, uh, I guess I guess final the the final shooting of uh, Avengers Four was today, and Chris Evans uh, tweeted out something. Man, uh, it's breaking people's hearts. Yeah, he sure is, and you know I want to read it off to you guys just so you see what we're talking about in case you haven't heard it. Chris Evans tweeted this out at ten eleven a.m. October the fourth of twenty eighteen. He says, "Officially wrapped on Avengers four. It was an emotional day to say the least. Playing this role for over the last eight years has been an honor." To everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience, thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. Now, Obed, hearing that statement, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> I don't even know if he was allowed to say this personally. Like, what he, what he mm. even put out there? I, mm-hmm. I know that Marvel people can careful. deduct, right? People, people are can, smart, yeah. Right, people are smart. I'm not even sure if he was allowed to, to put this out there, but I think he did. And, and uh, definitely, you know, for us, or at least myself, been predicting for a while that this movie, Avengers 4, would be the death of Captain America in the sense of, Steve Rogers and that the mantle would be passed on um, whether by form of death or just physical passing of the shield so hearing this <laughs> not the news that you want to hear it's, it's I love Chris Evans as Captain America it's going to be extremely hard for me to see anyone else ever take up the mantle you know even in you know 15 years from now when they completely reset everything and they just decide to, you know, have another actor come and play Cap. And and, and it's nothing against anyone else ever doing it. It's just that much of an influence he's had on the role for so long. He said himself eight years. He's been in a lot of movies, cameos, um, very well committed to this role. And it's rare that you see actors committed to the roles the way that he is, not just um, in the sense of his acting. I mean, you're talking about physicality. The man got shredded for this role in yeah. ways that you know there's plenty of actors that they just they don't care and and he he really committed on all sides learning the comics becoming a real life captain america for some people as well visiting kids in hospital yeah. um you know really trying to help people in desperate need around the world using his voice and social media and other places and it's been uh it's been a pleasure to have him as captain america but him putting this out there is making me sad obed because even though I've not seen his final performance, it's just knowing that it's his last performance as Captain America, more than likely, since he put that tweet out. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's sad. Yeah, and it, it, we, we talked about it um, on and off the podcast because we, we predicted that someone was going to eat it on Infinity War, which ended up being a bunch of people. But, um, 
but but we predicted either him or Tony were were gonna go out and and looks like the next movie will be it. Um, yeah, man, sad to see him go. Uh, I think he did great coming back from playing the Human Torch into Captain America. Um, he he fit uh, the role perfectly, and now yeah, he'll he'll be he'll be missed in the role, man, uh, for sure. I'm I'm hoping that um. The he and the Russos, or uh, or he can get together with uh, Vote Roberts and uh, make uh, that uh, Metal Gear movie happen. Oh my goodness! Absolutely. Let's, let's see. Let's let's hope, right? Absolutely. Boy can dream. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe, there's a um a, bu- a bunch of other uh, gaming news that will uh, go go on here in a second. Um, but we we got today we got some pretty big Star Wars news. Um, we've all known that Joan Favreau's been working on a Star Wars series for the new streaming service, uh, Disney Play or whatever it ends up um, being called. Um, we got a, a big reveal this week and today uh, that the the movie is going to be called The Mandalorian and it's going to be in between. Return of the Jedi and um, Force, Awakens. Force Awakens. So this is going to be a, a transitional period. Uh, basically, it's going to be taking place. Uh, they said before the rise of the New Order. So basically, in the New Republic. Uh, I'm pretty excited, Joel. Uh, especially after a few minutes ago, about an hour ago, right? They released the first picture of um, of the the suit, the Mandalorian suit that they're going to be using in the series along with a very nice list of people that are going to be involved. Absolutely. I, I The picture is what really got me hyped. There was from last week I saw some leaked set photos and the first thing that fans were saying was it looked very Mandalorian, the, the layout of the landscape. And of course we have the confirmation today that's literally being called The Mandalorian and I love that. Uh, if you've watched Star Wars Rebels, you know that they Dave Filoni um, used the Mandalorians in a way that most Star Wars fans are not familiar with. You know, we always have known about the Boba Fett and, J- and uh, Jango Fett, and you know the that lineage of, of specific um, uh, assault style Mandalorian armor, bounty and, hunters, and bounty hunters, and you know that 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 culture but we've never expanded into it more outside of what Filoni did in Star Wars Rebels and there were some people who really didn't like it um, but for the most part and when it came to the end of that series people actually loved it and loved characters like Sabine and Sabine Wren and um, now having a show that's just going to be about this side of the universe I think is fantastic oh but I didn't ask for a, a Boba Fett movie uh, I've talked to you about this before and that's what uh, my thoughts were for Solo. If you watch Solo, there's a little cameo there at the end of the movie. And I said to you, I think that if you see what they were doing there, they were trying to set that up for a Crimson Syndicate movie with um, the, the, the Boba Fett and whatnot. And I didn't ask for that, but a TV show with the Mandalorians, I'm very, um, very, very happy to watch something of that nature on a week-to-week basis or however uh, long. Maybe it's an eight-part series. I, I, I don't know. But uh, it's, it looks like a very, very quality production because um, not only have the name John Favreau behind it, you got this amazing image that looks to me very cinematic. I'm sorry. It looks like something can easily be on the big screen, at least from this picture. Legit. And then the names involved, that's where it really got me. I was like, this is – I, I texted you a bit. I said, 
Disney ain't playing out here. They uh, put out that for the first episode, um, they were going to have who's who's the director for the first episode on here. I, it was I know that um, Taki Watiti is going to be directing one of the episodes. Dave Filoni is directing. Sorry, excuse me, the first episode, if I'm not mistaken, I, I believe. Yep. Um, and then you also have Bryce Dallas Howard um, directing and starring in the show, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, too. So, um, Which, that, she's the daughter of Ron Howard, if you didn't know. Right, the daughter of Ron Howard, who, who directed, directed Han Solo. Yep, Solo. So, um, that's just great news to me. Uh, Dave Filoni, my man, if he's involved... I'm fully on board. Favreau's written this and he's produced it. So I like to see uh, where they're going with it. There's a lot of positive publicity behind this. It looks like Disney's taking it serious. And uh, I love that. I love that they're really – and I mean if this is any indication, Obit, I would take it a step further Mm -hmm. and say that this is an indication for how serious they could be about their Marvel franchises that are going to be on their streaming service with Loki and Scarlet Witch. Um, having these original yeah. actors on set, if this this show is any indication, they could be taking it uh, really serious on the streaming network. Yeah, I told you this is this service is probably going to be a day one sign up. To be honest with you, yeah, uh, the way, make the money. way yeah, the the way they're they're you know uh, the, the projects that they're putting in here, uh, you know, and all the Disney and Fox content that will most likely be available day one. This thing's pro- this thing's gonna be a. I'm gonna sign up day one. Uh, you know, it's like I'm being brutally honest with you. You know, it's. I know that they'll have a trial. I'll take the trial and I'll and I'll probably just stick with it. Um, yeah. Because I, it sounds to me that this is gonna be definitely definitely a quality product, and uh, I'm really uh, I'm really excited. Oh, it's Joel. By the way, I watched Solo. Um. So you want you want me to give you the Please. rundown? Please, let's okay. do it. All right. So let's go ahead. Uh, so I totally forgot about it. <laughs> oh, that's not that's good. saying something, guys. It's not good. Crap. Okay. So um, liked it. Liked it. Didn't love it. Um, a very very flawed movie. Um, uh, 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 it has probably the one of the f- one of the worst first acts uh, on 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 any Star Wars movie, uh, if not the one, because it's. I, I'm man. I wasn't on board until the train sequence. Um, when the train sequence happened, I was like, "Okay, this is this is getting uh getting better," and uh, and it just kept getting progressively better from there. Uh, and and you know the end was very uh, uh you know big some twists that that were there at the ending were were okay. Uh, big cameo at the ending was great. Um. I, I, yeah, like like I, I wasn't a big fan, man. I wasn't a big fan, but then it, it kind of grew on me as the movie progressed. So it got better as it went on, in my opinion. It just started really, really slow. Um, I think everyone, for the most part, was great. Uh, you know, even even with their with their faults. I don't think the guy that played Solo, I, I can even remember his name. Um, I, I think he did an okay job. I mean, of course, he's not Harrison Ford because no one's Harrison Ford. Um, not, not even Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford anymore. So, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's it like just going deep. Um, but it, it, I even him did a, a great job. Childish Gambino was great as Lando. Like he was the uh, he was definitely the, the the showpiece of the movie. Uh, Woody Harrelson was really good too. Like his character was great. Um, really enjoyed it. 
Uh, I like the Falcon. Uh, effects were great. The music was not good. Um, I'm just being. I'm just giving you a quick a quick review with no spoilers, because uh, I know that not a lot of people have have watched it out there yet. So I just want to be fair to everyone, and I'm just giving you my honest opinion on it. Um, I, I think T3 was really good, but short lived. I don't wanna. I don't want to go into too much into that. Uh, but there's a sequence that it was fantastic that I was actually laughing out loud. I was like, this is really funny. And this is really, it's it's great. And I was, and there was a part of the movie that I, I really loved it. Um, which is, uh, you know, the, the, the Kessel sequence while, while they're in Kessel. Um. I I really enjoyed that sequence, man. Like I gotta be brutally honest, I I really enjoyed it. I think that sequence, that entire sequence, was really really good. Um, and and overall, it's not bad. And I gave you I gave you my rundown on on how I feel about Star Wars movies. So let's do it again, right? Um, of course, Empire is still first. Return of the Jedi, Episode Four, um, Rogue One. Force Awakens, Episode 3, Episode 8, Solo, Episode 1, Episode 2. That's my my order. So, um, But, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's it's a fun, it's a fun little movie. Uh, just be ready for that first half hour. That is, is, it's rough to get through, bro. It's really rough. Once you get through it, it's, it's it gets better, but. Yeah. yeah, I feel like though if you're a casual, like if you don't really care that much, you'll be you'll be fine. It's just for people like ourselves that are watching this that we're very familiar with the Star Wars lore and the Star Wars universe, and specifically the character Han Solo. It's just you're sitting there, and you're like, man, like this. You know, there's a certain feeling I get with Star Wars, and I just didn't get it with this movie, man. Mm-hmm. I, I just Even- didn't get it. I miss. I'm gonna miss this Christmas not sitting down and watching a Star Wars movie. Yeah, but even yeah, even with all the crap that uh, uh, Last Jedi got, and and I, we talked about it on on the on the podcast, and and you know how I feel about the movie. Um, I, I think the movie's good. I think the Last Jedi is generally a good movie. Um, but but that but you felt it. You felt the the Star Wars magic was still in there, and you felt it, right? Um, this movie it just feels almost soulless in in some ways, uh, and it's it sounds really harsh, but um, you know it, it it's what the ma- movie makes you feel. So yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But thanks for that uh, update, Obed. I know the fans are waiting for it. I was fortunate enough to hear it earlier on because. Uh, I could not wait to hear what you had to say. I've been talking about this movie for a while, so yeah, you got the preview. Obed, Obed, uh, Obed is being honest with you guys, but we're still saying you know you can watch the movie. It's just, man. yeah, it's not, it's not. I mean, it's it's definitely be- definitely better than um, episode one, episode two. Um, you know, it's not nothing's worse than episode two, really. Um, that movie is re- is that movie that is a bad movie. Uh, that is a. <laughs> that is not just a. It's not just a bad Star Wars movie. It is a bad movie. It's not good. So and that's sorry, coming, George. That, it's, yeah, sorry, George. That's uh, again like Star Wars. My favorite thing. Like that's like it's it's Star Wars is number one, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's Star and, Wars, and then there's like Marvel and all these other you know fandoms. But yeah, Star Wars is at the top for sure. I think for both of us. Yeah, yeah. For movie wise, movie wise, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, nice. that, was, that was my solo review. Nice. <laughs> uh, Joe, let's uh, jump into some gaming news. Um, we got um, some speculation or rumors from PlayStation coming out uh, and some other rumors from um, Nintendo. So the first ones from PlayStation is that there's uh, apparently developers are getting ready for PSN name changes. Finally, um, I mentioned this to you. Um, I, I believe you weren't you weren't aware until uh, I told you about about PSN. Um, but there's there's already you know they've they've been working for about two years in in building a brand new in brand new infrastructure like a completely brand new PlayStation network. Um, so this this could mean that if they are ready to make this change, um, this could potentially mean that they are ready to roll out. Um, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if they do this by the end of the year. Wow, that's quick. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they they've been working on this for a while. I, I, fans have been clamoring for uh, PSN name changes. Uh, PSN's been very stable, working great for me in the last. Since I've had the PS4, to be honest with you, I haven't had any problems with PSN at all. Uh, it's been always very solid. Downloads are okay. You know, I to, seriously, I have not had any issues with it. Um, I did have some issues when back when I had the PS when when I still was very active with PS3. Uh, you know, was down a lot and the connections were slow and downloads were slow and updates were terrible and all this stuff that happened on PSN back then. But since I have the PS4, I think that I've had a really smooth experience so far. So um, if they are ready to roll this thing out, um, that brings in our next, you know, sort of uh, rumor. Um, if you want to talk about this one, because it involves Justice League. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Um, so I was, I was at the open. We were talking about rocksteady and you know there's superman game that we had talked about for a while that we thought hey this e3 or the e3 before hey maybe this is going to be finally revealed the superman game from rocksteady and uh there's been a rumor going around and it just kind of resurfaced again um today about rocksteady not working on a superman game but rather working on a justice league game uh code name or rumored name to be justice league crisis I don't know about you, but it makes me think right away of Infinite Crisis, which uh, is a great storyline if you guys haven't read the, the, those comics at all. But, um, yeah, so the, the rumor is that this game is rumored to be a, a 2019 reveal. And, uh, you know, the thing about this that takes us, reason why we really talk about it for this story is that it's being developed supposedly for next generation consoles, but going to be revealed next year, this makes me have to wonder, so what does that mean about the timeline for next generation consoles? You know, specifically, um, you know, the XP PlayStation 5 console and the Xbox Scarlet that's been in development. Um, what's going on there, Obed? I'm not sure. Um, so I don't think this game's coming out next year, if that's the case, right? Right, Actually, just the said, reveal. Correct. They said that this is going to be the reveal. Um but what what gets me is that they're saying that it's going to be for you know next gen uh if is this a release title uh, a next gen release title we don't know um the one part that the article said uh that was very interesting is that rock they 
based on on the you know reporting or the leak or whatever you want to call it um they're saying that sony will reveal the ps5 early next year uh which i didn't anticipate to happen until early 2020 um but we could see we could see reveal that e3 next year and come out the next year because that's you know we saw that with the ps3 and uh you know ps4 was a different you know a, a totally different thing they were trying to do uh a a very different you know they took a very different approach with it they did a a february event for the reveal and then uh you know at e3 they did the full reveal so and then it was released that november so maybe they'll do maybe they'll do an e3 reveal and then a 2020 launch uh that would make sense um i have a prediction that i made to you not too long ago uh, that it was that Xbox. I mean, Xbox. They they they're taking the L this uh this generation because there's no there's no way, dude. Um, like they they probably got so okay. So check it out. I went to Best Buy on Sunday with the intention of getting a PS4 Pro. P- completely honest, man. Um, they they don't have it. Like none of the Best Buys in the local area have it. Uh, Target doesn't have it. Um. I, I didn't check GameStop because I, I rarely go to GameStop anymore, but um, they they didn't have, you know, based on what I heard, they don't have any. Um, what they're expecting is to have them in stock when the Red Dead bundle comes out and on the 26th. So I ended up walking out with speakers. <laughs> so, you know what? Surround sound updates is fine. It's it's great. Um, uh, That's speaking so, for the sales of PlayStation exact- right there. You, you can't find it in stock. Yeah, so I think I think PlayStation had an outstanding September. I think I think they're having that they uh, they probably had the best September they've ever had since ever. Like this was the probably their number one September in the uh, in the history of PlayStation. To be honest with you, uh, with you know the craziness that was Spider Man, plus people that are still interested in getting into God of War. Um, there's a, a lot of hype around PlayStation right now, so I see um, a, a lot of a lot of users jumping into you know PlayStation if they were hesitant, had a PS3, um, and they didn't jump in. I think this was their opportunity to go ahead and 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 jump in to this gen. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't think that Sony's in a rush. No, um, I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I think they're definitely holding out their cards. Uh, but the prediction that I made to you, Joe, was that um, because Xbox is not is really not doing great, I think they're just getting decimated in sales. The Switch is doing really well too. So, um, what I what I, my prediction to you was that next year Xbox is going to release a streaming box. Where there, where you can actually stream Xbox One games, Xbox 360 games, and original Xbox games. Plus, starting, you will start to see enhanced games, sort of like the next gen thing for Xbox. And I think, I believe that you'll see that next year. They'll release this console next year, and then 2020, uh, because they're gonna, they're gonna try and release first. Right, they they're gonna try and do what they did for the 360. It's like let's release a year early, even 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 if we're not ready, and this thing's burn. <laughs> we'll oh, just release man. it. So, so I think that's what they're gonna do. Um, they're gonna try and release, uh, release at least 
six months before PlayStation does for the next gen, uh, so they can build on their fan base. Um, and another thing, Joel, is that PSN, PSX for this year, that's like not 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 that it was canceled, but there there will be no PlayStation experience this year, Joel. Um, that that speaks volumes when it comes to how confident they are in their product right now. Um, they don't need to come out and spend millions of dollars building up this, you know, fan fest when fans are already enjoying their their product at home. And um, I, I know that what that's what they want. Absolutely, Spider-Man PlayStation Four really kicked off a lot of recent um, sales for them. That probably I, I'm fascinated to see um, when the numbers fully come out for for September. You and I are going to be looking at that right away because I can only imagine. Um, that it was a huge successful month for them, and and I'm sure that Microsoft is really struggling between the success of two consoles, and they have, you know, two consoles out themselves, and uh, you know, yeah. I I just don't feel any um any energy behind it right now. From that uh, yeah, base. yeah, and I and I think in and I know that they they just released Forza um, late late in September. Uh, with two great reviews. I mean, the, the game reviewed very well, and those Forza Horizon games are excellent games, but they're not going to make me go out and buy an Xbox. You know, it's a yeah. racing game. Um, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate that the game's great, but they're not going to make me go out and buy it. I mean, it's not going to make a kid tell, you know, little Timmy, because little Billy already got an Xbox. So, <laughs> so little Timmy go and ask his mom for Christmas for an Xbox when he can, you know, ask for a PlayStation with Spider-Man and, you know, get all those games. Yeah. Um, you know, Forza is not a system seller. You know, you don't buy it. You don't buy an Xbox for Forza unless you're really into Forza. Then, yeah, it was like there's like, you know, there's a there's like very there's a very small group of like very hardcore racing game fans that you know they invest on their on their chairs and on their steering wheels and all this stuff just like there is with fighting games right um and i and i think that those guys are gonna keep these franchises alive uh but i think that um uh, xbox is ready to uh jump into whatever's next and um um they they better do it soon because they're they're there's like zero buzz man for xbox right now there, there really is. So I want to see streaming box would be the, the really a reach in my opinion. But I mean, yeah, we'll see. No. I don't know. Chris, your stuff's happened. That's right. Get ready, <laughs> little Timmy. Yeah, little Timmy's gonna get real, real hyped. Uh, little Billy, uh, I don't know. He might be angry, little Billy. Yeah, you know, he's, he's got his aunt to go buy him an Xbox One X. He got the One S and. Uh, <laughs> and then he's gonna find out that a new new streaming box is coming out, man. He's like, I gotta convince her again. Oh man, what are they gonna call it? The Xbox box S, <laughs> the Xbox box S, the for S for streaming. If it happens, dude, I'm done. I'm done with this. Also, <laughs> <laughs> um, keep it simple. PS Five. That's that's good. Uh, Nintendo Switch, you know what it is. You can switch it; it's fine. You know, but Xbox, yeah. Anyhow, so uh, Nintendo, Joel, um, very, very strong rumors again. Not only from uh, places like the Wall Street Journal, uh, there was also an article on Nikkei about it uh, over in Japan that they are uh, prepping a, an up 
updated version of the Switch for the second half of next year. Uh, what do you think? What's your 50-50 on this one? Well, I don't think that it's entirely necessary looking at how the landscape is right now, right? But I'm hoping Nintendo's not getting too ahead of themselves, first of all. That's my hope. I hope that they really have had... They, they're, it's going to be worthwhile and it's going to be something that's going to be just a great successor, right, for a next model of the Switch. I'm, I'm positive that it's it's going to be something that uh, is going to be well worth it, right? Um, just because, you know, you said this to me a bit how, you know, there's a YouTuber that you and I both listen to and, and he slipped up recently. He's very, um, very much known in, in the gaming space in the world and he, he has very, very good friends in the industry working right now on next gen stuff. And he basically slipped up saying, Hey, like, I don't know how Nintendo's going to make it with the stuff that these guys are working on for next gen because it's just going to blow that, that switch away. And if that's the case, then maybe Nintendo already has um, a strong belief that what we have right now is, yeah, successful, but we don't want to depend on past success. We want to make sure we have future success and put out a console um, that's just going to keep consistent with the Switch, but just make it a little bit um, next level. Maybe that means 4K um, output, right? And maybe that that's there's some other... Um, functionality for developers to to do some some really cool things just from the hardware standpoint but you know as long as they keep it consistent to the success of what switch is right now and that's a unique ambiguous con uh, concept and and console and yeah i think that's great but uh i'm just not so sure how to take this right now i i i see it where nintendo since the game boy advance has done this uh the game boy advance came out Two years later, the SP came out. Um, two years, you know, a few years later, we got the DS. Two years later, the DS Lite came out. Then the DSi came out. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, the 3DS, same thing. 3DS came out. Uh, Excel came out. And then uh, the new 3DS came out. So they, they, they tend to do this with their, hand, with their handheld devices. Um, uh, the things that the, the device needs right now, they need to update that graphics chip. They need to improve battery life. Um, I see no problems with the screen, although a lot of people saying it's like, oh, no, I just put a better screen. Okay, whatever. Um, and also the internal storage. Like, if just bettering those three things, uh, I, I think that potentially could make a big difference. And if you get that, uh, the dock to actually, um, you know, upscale to 4K. It doesn't necessarily have to be native 4K or anything like that. Just have it upscale to 4K. Um, uh, that would be that would be a welcome addition. Uh, but just improving those th those three, you know, basic things, I think I think would make a big difference. Um, uh, I am confident that this rumor is actually true, and I am going to hold off on my switch. Yeah. So at this point, I'm 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 waiting out. We'll see. That's what I got. Unless you got anything else. Uh, yeah, guys, make sure to stay tuned for our next episode because as many of you may have seen and obviously know, Venom is coming out in theaters this weekend. And uh, it's got <laughs> from critics right now, Rotten Tomatoes specifically. It's sitting at 30% right now. Uh -oh. um, so the movie's not looking good. This movie's looking rotten. So I'm still making 
plans to see this movie, so if I do see it, you'll definitely get a full review from me um, this coming week, and uh, you know for our next episode, No Low Time, episode sixty-seven. But uh, yeah, man, I'm not uh, not <laughs> not too excited right now. I've got my hopes down very low. However, um, obviously, we know the trailer for Into the Spider Verse. We talked about it here at the show about how cool it is. Supposedly, at the end of this movie, stick around because this will be a special look at the movie. I'm curious if it's gonna be that sequence that I saw at Comic Con maybe finished. I don't know. Um, we'll see. But but uh, yeah, man, that that's what I'll look forward to for our next episode. With that being said. I'm going to send us on out here, guys. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on No Load Time. We always appreciate it. We want to ask you to become a friend with us, right? You can always use more friends. So go ahead and follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Uh, if you also could go ahead and make sure you subscribe to our show, our audio versions on podcasts, which would be available on both iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And if you're an iTunes subscriber, if you could go ahead and throw us a review, we greatly appreciate it. Also, for those of you watching us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel, share with your friends, and drop us a comment, like the video. Uh, if you also could go ahead and send us some feedback, we always welcome it and appreciate it. Uh, there's so many interesting stuff that we talk about on the show, some interesting things happening on in this space that we did or did not cover. We always love to hear your feedback, maybe something that you'd like to hear us talk about, a question you have for us. Shoot an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Again, it's our pleasure, and we so appreciate you all listening and staying constant and watching and, and all this. So uh, we look forward to our next episode here on No Low Time. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you again next week.